to everyone out there in the land of podcasts. This is Mark Carlton. I'm the headmaster at Presbyterian School, and this is the very first issue of the Presbyterian School or the PS podcast. And we really feel like it's no better time than now to launch the first podcast. Uh, we, we were trying to find ways for everyone in our community to stay connected while we're apart in the midst of this pandemic. And so our initial plan was to have a podcast that was geared more towards current and prospective parents of the school featuring the people of Presbyterian School so that folks out there who maybe didn't know us could get to know us a little bit better and then get to know each other a little bit better. Uh, but now that the whole family is at home together, and maybe that's, maybe that's a good thing, maybe that's not all the time, we decided that we were going to launch something that both uh, parents, adults, and, uh, and kiddos would enjoy or could enjoy and listen to together. So we're very proud to share with you uh, a student-created radio play. That's right. Maybe you don't even know what the word radio means, but it's a student-created radio play uh, featuring The Wizard of Oz, one of those great all-time classics from, uh, from all of our uh, childhoods. Well, this is a radio play that, um, that was actually created by our seventh grade drama class. And so today's episode is part one in a three-part series. So uh, this is a great example of our distance learning and virtual learning at work here for the last eight weeks that we've been practicing. So during this period of time, our seventh grade drama class continued to meet virtually via Zoom, and uh, they simply just changed the format of their class and their curriculum. Instead of making live, in-person skits, uh, they worked to create radio plays. And so right now, what you need to do, pause the podcast if you're under the age of, say, 20 or 25, and ask somebody over the age of 25 what the radio even is, right? (laughs) And then uh, when you've gotten that answer, come back on. So now that you're back, this is a throwback. It really is a throwback to the radio plays that were very, very popular during uh, the 1920s through the 1940s. There's no visual component. There never was in radio plays. They depend on dialogue, music, and sound effects. Sound effects are you know, really the key to a great radio play. And uh, all of those three elements together help the listener imagine uh, the characters in the story and sort of put him or herself into that story as well. So under the direction of Miss Bridget O'Brien, here is part one of The Wizard of Oz and our students, we really feel like, captured the heart and soul of the radio play genre. We hope you enjoy. Presbyterian School 7th Grade Drama Class presents Panther Radio Theater. Presbyterian's Fine Arts Department, the makers of all things performing arts, bring you the Panther Radio Theater, starring Olivia Jamiston in The Wizard of Oz. Ladies and gentlemen, your producer, Mr. Leighton Worley. Distance learning greetings from the west side of Houston. Parents, teachers, and Presbyterian students, this is Leighton Worley here. I trust you've all safe and sound in your homes. Wonderful time spent with family. 
too much snacking, and lots of binge-watching your favorite TV shows and movies. But sometimes during the day, I'm sure you've said, I wish we had something new to listen to, as a family. And so, the students of Miss O'Brien's 7th grade drama class want to tell you a story. And you'll want to listen, too, because it's The Wizard of Oz, one of those wonderful Oz books that we've all loved since they were written by L. Frank Baum 120 years ago. Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer turned The Wizard of Oz into a screen classic and a lovely little singer into a star. One of the most talented stars of Hollywood, Judy Garland. Audiences have been asking it be brought back again and again to be entranced by Judy's performance. And those fascinating Oz characters, the Scarecrow, the Tin Woodsman, the Cowardly Lion, and the delightful little people, the Munchkins. Now it's off to The Wizard of Oz, starring Olivia Jameson as Dorothy. This is the story of a girl named Dorothy, who lives with her aunt and uncle on a farm way out in Kansas. Her dearest friend is her dog, Toto. But Dorothy has other friends, too. The farmhands, for instance, Zeke, Hunk, and Hickory. What's your hurry, honey? Oh. W what's wrong? It's Toto, Hickory. Toto! Toto? Something wrong with that dog? Why, he looks fine to me. Well, he... He is Zeke, but he almost wasn't. Miss Gulch hit him just because he gets in her garden and chases her nasty old cat. Oh, sure, honey. Sure. Only, we're busy. See, I got them hogs to get in. Now look, Dorothy. You just ain't using your head about that mean old Miss Gulch. You'd think you didn't have a brain at all. Hunk, I have so got brains. Well, use him then. When you're walking home with Toto, just keep away from Miss Gulch's place. Your head ain't made of straw, you know. Gosh, Dorothy, that Miss Gulch ain't nobody to be afraid of. Have a little courage, that's all. Courage, Zeke? Why, sure. You know, like, like me. Well, look who's talking. You. Courage. There ain't a man in the county who scares easier than you. Well, well, that's a fine thing to say. Look out! Zeke! Behind you! The pig! It's gonna bite you! Where? What? What pig? Help! Help! <laughs> you see what I mean? Now cut that out. Scaring a man half to death like that. Here now, here. What's all this jibber-jabbing about when there's work to be done? It's about Toto, Auntie Am. Miss Gold says she's gonna go and get the sheriff and- Hunk, I thought you and Hickory were supposed to be fixing that wagon. Oh, we are, Mrs. Gale. Hand me that wrench, Hickory. And feed them hogs, Zeke, before they worry themselves into anemia. Yes, ma'am. Now, then, child, what's your trouble? Auntie M, do you really know what Miss Gold said she was going to do to Toto? She said she was going to- There you go again, imagining things. You know you always get yourself into a fret over nothing. Oh, but this time- Now you just help us all out this afternoon. Find yourself a place where you won't get into any trouble. I gotta get back to the house. Yes, Auntie M. Come on, Toto. Do you suppose there is such place, Toto, where there isn't any trouble? There must be. Not a place you can get to by boat or train, but it's far, far away. Beyond the moon, beyond the rain.
Now hold on a second. Miss Gold, surely you don't mean that. Why the little dog- That dog's a menace to the community. I'm taking that animal to the sheriff and make sure he's destroyed. Destroyed? Oh no, no, please, you mustn't. <coughs> Why, honey, we didn't know you were there. <coughs> Toto didn't know he was doing anything wrong. I'm the one who ought to be punished, Uncle Henry. I let him go in her garden. There's a law protecting folks against animals like that. No, no, please. Well, we can't go against the law, Dorothy. Now you're being smart. Give him to me. No, I won't let you take him. I won't. You're a witch. A wicked old witch. Dorothy. Oh, please, Auntie Anne, please. Ah, got him at last, and there's nothing any of you can do about it. Toto, Toto. <coughs> Now come on, Dorothy, cheer up, honey. Please, Hunk, I don't feel like talking. Not to anybody. Not even Toto? Oh, you know he's gone. You know Miss Gulch shook him away. I know something else, too, honey. Toto must have jumped out of her basket and ran and run back home because there's a little brown and white dog looking all over for you. <coughs> oh, Toto! Toto, you're back! Toto! <coughs> Toto! You came back to me, Toto. I thought you were dead. I, I, they'll be coming after you. Miss Gulch and the sheriff, maybe. We've got to run away. Now, Toto, where no one will ever find us or take you away again. Yes, Toto, we've got to run away. It's getting dark, Toto. I... I think maybe there's a storm coming, but we'll just keep going, won't we? We're not afraid. It's it's just like Zeke said, courage. <coughs> I see what you mean. A wagon. A horse and a wagon. And a man. There's a big sign on the wagon. Wait, I think I can see what it says. Professor Marvel. Acclaimed by crowned heads of Europe. Let him read your past, present, and future in his crystal. Well, who might you be? Uh, I guess that's all right, Toto. He, he looks like a nice man. Well, if you're not going to tell me who you are, suppose I tell you. But how can you? Professor Marvel knows all, tells all, your past, present, future for 25 cents, a quarter of a dollar, two bits, if you prefer. Oh, sorry, but I don't think I can afford it. Oh, so your name's Dorothy, is it? How did you know that? Well, on the one hand, perhaps I saw you on my crystal. And on the other hand, perhaps a fellow named Zeke passed by a while ago looking for you. Oh, I see. But don't you think for one minute I could have figured it out for myself? Why, Professor Marvel and his magic crystals have amazed royalty and peasantry alike the world over. Oh, please, Professor. Can't we go with you and see all the crowned heads of Europe? Oh, do you know any? Oh, you, you mean the sign on my wagon? I, I don't suppose you could take just a look in your magic crystal for me? For nothing, I mean. Matter of fact, young lady, I already have. Oh, just practicing, you understand. And you know what I saw? What? A woman, tears in her eyes, careworn, 
a woman looking for someone, and her name is, um... Auntie Anne? Kindly allow me to supply the answer. Her name is Auntie M. Someone has almost broken her heart. Me? Well, someone she loves very much. And then, just before the crystal went dark, I, I saw her put her hand over her heart and drop, drop down on the floor. Oh no, no, you don't suppose she could be really sick, do you? Oh, I, I've got to go home right away. Go home? I thought you were going along with me. But I've got to go get her right away. Toto! Come on, Toto. We're going. Goodbye, Professor, and thank you. Don't waste any time. There's a windstorm blowing up. Oh, poor little kid. Hope you get home, all right. chicken roast. Toto, we're on the cyclone. We're right up inside the middle of the cyclone. Why, there's old Mr. Gallagher and his rowboat. Mr. Gallagher! Howdy, Miss Dorothy. Kind of breezy, ain't it? And Uncle Henry's heifer. Bossy, bossy. Ooh. I, I don't understand this at all. Things are flying around so fast that I can, I can, look, Miss Gulch. <laughs> Now she's on a broom set. She's a witch. Don't worry, Toto. I won't let her. We've stopped, Toto. We're standing still. But we can't stand still up in the middle of the air. We're going to fall. We're falling. We're falling, we're falling, we're falling. Toto? We've landed, but where? Where? Where are we? <coughs> Why? It's a regular little village. And look, houses and streets and trees and fountains. <coughs> yes, and you're quite right. That's our house over there. We must have bounced out when we landed. But what place is this? <coughs> I have a feeling we're being watched. I have another feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Why, we must be over the rainbow. Toto, look! There's a big bubble coming down the street, and there's someone inside it, a lady, and she's stepping out of it. Oh, now I know we're not in Kansas. Tell me, please. Are you a good witch or a bad witch? Me? Oh, I'm, I'm not a witch at all. I'm Dorothy Gale from Kansas. Oh, well, I'm just a little muddled. The munchkins just summoned me because... The munchkins? You happen to be standing in the very center of their village, you know. And they sent for you? 
because some new witches has dropped a house on the Wicked Witch of the East. See? Over there. Oh, but that's our farmhouse from Kansas. Now, look where I point my <gasps> wand. Two red slippers. Exactly. Two red slippers protruding from under the farmhouse. All that's left of the Wicked Witch of the East. And since it's your farmhouse, obviously you're responsible. Oh, you've made the munchkins very happy, my dear. If, if you please, what are munchkins? The little people who live in this land. It's munchkin land, and you are now their national heroine. And who are you? Why, I'm Glinda, of course, the witch of the north. Witch? But you're beautiful. Thank you. You see, only bad witches are ugly, and I'm considered a very good witch. Now suppose I call the munchkins. Come out, come out, wherever you are. And meet the young lady who fell from a star. She fell from the sky, she fell very far. And Kansas, she says, is the name of the star. Kansas, she says, is the name of the star. Well, Munchkins, have you nothing to say to her? Where's the mayor? Ah, there you are. Ah, first of all, Miss Dorothy, a little floral tribute. Oh, what beautiful flowers. Oh, thank you. Thank you. There will be, of course, a parade and general celebration with a brass band and a regiment of cavalry. Meanwhile, oh, let the joyous news be spread. The wicked old witch at last is dead. Witch of the West. She's even worse than the other one. Silence! I demand silence! It's Miss Gulch! That's who it is! Miss Gulch! Hard of hearing, are you? I said silence! Now then, who killed my sister? Was it you? No, no, it was an accident. I didn't mean to kill well, anyone. my little pretty. I can cause accidents too. Aren't you forgetting the ruby slippers? The slippers! The slippers! There they are, still on her feet, over there. Well, I'll just take them. Just a moment, if you please. Ruby slippers, slippers red. Leave the feet of who she's dead. I summon my authority and bid you serve Miss Dorothy. The slippers, what are you doing to them? Why, now they're on my feet. You give them back to me. Never. There they are, and there they'll stay. You nasty little girl, they're no use to you. Don't be frightened of her, Dorothy. You stay out of this, Glinda, or I'll fix you as well. Rubbish. You have no power here. Be gone, before someone drops a house on you, too. Very well. I'll abide my time. As for you, my fine lady. You heard what she said. Be gone. I'll get you yet, my pretty and your little dog, too. 
<laughs> away, broomstick, away! It's alright, munchkins. Don't hide your faces. She's gone. Now then, my dear. The sooner you get out of Oz, the safer you'll sleep. Oh, I'd give anything to get out of Oz. But how? Which way is back to Kansas? Kansas? The only person who might know would be the great and the wonderful Wizard of Oz himself. The Wizard of Oz? Is he good or is he wicked? Oh, very good, but very mysterious. He lives far off in the Emerald City. Did you by any chance bring your broomstick with you? Uh, no. I'm afraid I didn't. Well then, you'll have to walk. The munchkins will see you safely to the border. And remember, never let those ruby slippers off your feet, or you'll be at mercy with the Wicked Witch of the West. But... But how do I start for Emerald City? All you have to do is follow that yellow brick road. Help her, munchkins. The yellow brick road. Follow the yellow brick road. Follow the yellow brick road. Follow, follow, follow. Follow the yellow brick road. We're off to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of Oz. Here he is, the wizard of a wizard, the forever the wizard there was. The wizard, the wonderful wizard of Oz. In a short week, we'll bring you Act Two of The Wizard of Oz. And now, here is our Hollywood reporter, Bella Woodcox, to give us the Panther Radio Movie News of the Week. Thank you, Natalie. I'm Bella Woodcox, reporting live from Panther Radio Theater. I'm here to give you a report on the 8th grade musical Shrek. The 8th graders have worked tirelessly to create a new and never seen before virtual musical. They have received their costumes on Monday for professional photos. They have been recording their lines and their scenes and dances on video to create a totally virtual and yet interactive experience unlike any other musical for them. The 8th graders are excited to roll out something brand new for our audiences in the near future. Stay tuned to our radio theater episodes for details to come. Back to you, Natalie. That sounds exciting, Bella. Stay tuned for next week as Panther Radio Theater brings you Act 2 of the tremendous show, The Wizard of Oz.